You're listening to Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness, the fastest-growing natural health, nutrition, and inspiration podcast in the nation. Uplifting stories, powerful messages, and triumph over adversity, the experience of entertainment and encouragement is about to begin. And now your host, Dr. Ward Bond. Dallas Wayne considers himself lucky to be able to make a living doing something he loves. Some people might say it has more to do with talent than luck. But this native of Springfield, Missouri, Dallas Wayne is a talented singer, songwriter, and the host of SiriusXM's Willie's Roadhouse on Channel 59. But if you ever want to hear one of the smoothest voices in country music, look no further than Dallas Wayne and his brand new album, Coldwater, Tennessee, which by the way, will have you singing along in no time. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome a multiple award-winning veteran country music artist and a favorite at the Grand Ole Opry, the one and the only Dallas Wayne. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Well, Dallas, I listened to your brand new album, Coldwater, Tennessee, twice already, actually back to back. I actually fell in love with the album. So what was your own, what was your own vision for the album? Well, I, through the encouragement of Buddy Cannon, the uh, producer of this record, uh, an old friend of ours, uh, he encouraged me to get back into my songwriting side of what I do, which is what I started out to do and what I always wanted to do. And so on this one, it's, it's an all original album that, uh, of stuff we've written throughout the years and a new one or two thrown in as well. And uh, we just had a great time doing it. It was a wonderful experience working with him and working with the guys. And, I'm pretty happy with the results, and I don't like anything I do normally, but I, I like this one pretty good. Well, I think I think your work is absolutely stellar, but I have to tell you something. I love the first single, I Hit the Road, and the road hit back. I found myself actually singing along with the song the first time I was listening to it. So is this oh, song, great. yeah, and I mean, is this song based on life experience? It's a little more autobiographical than I'd like to admit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you get an idea for a song and then it kind of morphs into your own personal experiences, you know. And uh, I just thought the hook was kind of clever and cute. But uh, when I started writing it, it became, it became basically uh, the story of, of me leaving home as a teenager to go do this, what I'm doing now. You know, I, I love that because I even left home when I was 18 years old and you know, you go out there thinking you're going to conquer the world and you want to conquer the world, but you never know. You know, you get bumps and bruises along the way. But the, the song is absolutely <laughs> fantastic. And what I loved about Coldwater, Tennessee, the album itself, you kicked it off with the right song because I love albums that, that come in with an upbeat and that uh, I Hit the Road and the Road Hit Back is, is, a, is a perfect intro to a wonderful album. It's a fun song to do. It's fun to do live, and uh, and on the record, it came out pretty good. It's a good way to start the record. I kind of think it kind of sets the tone maybe a little bit. Well, it actually does, because I know that as I was listening to the album, the song, he even brought her flowers with the iconic whispering Bill Anderson. How did uh, that song and the collaboration come about? The song had been laying in my drawer for quite a while. I. It was technically finished, but it wasn't, if you know what I mean. Uh, and I, I really wasn't happy with all I'd done on it. I loved the structure. I loved the, the hook and the idea. And I just really hit a brick wall. And so Bill Anderson and Buddy Cannon and I had been talking about doing some writing together for this project. And 
due to time constraints and stuff like that, we sort of ran out of time before it was time to actually start working on the record. So I gave them this song and said, can you fix this mess? And they did. They did a great job. They, they, uh, they cleaned it up to make it the song it is now. And it's just, it's one of my favorites on the record. Yeah, I found the song, especially the story within the song, to be very different than what we hear uh, in country music. And uh, it's just one of those songs that I can't wait for it to be played on the radio. I think everyone in the nation needs to hear this song um, because, and, and it's and it's the thing about your album. As I was listening to your album over and over and over and over again, I found it extremely refreshing to hear songs of heartbreak and lost loves, especially like in your song, That Should Be Me and You. Now, is that song your songwriting genius, or is that just a moment in your life put on paper? That, that is a, a pure fictional song. Uh, it was a scenario. I wrote that in Berlin, Germany, uh, several years back. was sitting at uh, this cafe there at the hotel where I was at, out on the sidewalk having a cup of coffee and uh, just killing time. And uh, the idea came, and I, I'd started looking at this couple over there and just wondering, you know, wonder what's up with those two? They look, they look uh, pretty happy and in love. And, you know, your mind sort of wanders and that kind of thing. And then the, the songwriter side of you kicks in and you start thinking, I need a piece of paper and a pen, you know. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of how that came about. Well, you know, as I was listening to that particular song, I could literally envision you sitting down and, like you just said, literally staring at a couple. So I wasn't sure, sure, sure. if it was, like you said, just songwriting genius or if it was a life experience. But, uh, you know, a lot of us, including myself, you know, we people watch and you always wonder when you're watching others what's going on in their life. And, of course, with people like you, there's always a song to be found uh, by watching others. I'm the guy that's going to be in the hotel lobby looking over your shoulder reading your paper. Uh, <laughs> don't be scared. I'm just, I'm just trying to catch up on the news. But, uh, yeah, I, I like observing people, and, and you can draw from those experiences and make them your own somehow. And uh, probably everybody that ever jilted me is in that song some way or another, even though I've been married for 34 years, so it's okay. I'm good now. I'm good. But, uh, well, we're even because I'm, I'm going on my 35th this year. So oh, congratulations. Yeah, you too. Well, I want to ask you something because you just brought up the fact that you wrote this song in Berlin, Germany. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was reading about some of your past where you had spent uh, quite a few years in Europe and Scandinavia. Mm -hmm. Did that time overseas, did it kind of shape you as a songwriter? It gave me uh, the luxury of writing. The winters in Helsinki, Finland are quite long and quite cold, and there's not much else to do but sit around and write songs. And it was a good time in my life to do so because I had a set schedule as a touring artist where I'd be off the road for two or three weeks and, you know, my wife would be off at her job and, and uh, I just hanging around the house. I might as well go do something productive. And I that did most of my writing. The bulk of my catalog started at least over there when I was over there in Finland. Well, you were, you were working for a music publishing house, correct? Yes, I, I worked for the Warner Chapel office in Scandinavia there uh, as a staff writer. And uh, 
that got that also opened my eyes to not just write country things, which is what I've always done and what I'll always end up doing, but also became familiar with and started writing a lot with other pop writers from Europe and that kind of stuff. And it really broadened my horizons a little bit. It's what you could do with the melody and what you could do with the lyric, you know. The craft is still the same. Yeah, I mean, you know, for a lot of people watching, uh, a lot of people don't understand the whole process of songwriting. And since you were working for a music publishing house, uh, can you kind of walk us through as to what that's actually about when it comes to being a songwriter? I mean, do they kind of give you a quote on how many songs you need to write in a month? It's, I think my contract said three three pitchable songs a month. And I, that's, that's an open-ended <laughs> thing what, what is your idea of a pitchable song so it's kind of like throwing spaghetti up against the wall you write as much as you can you try to write every day and uh you know you may write 15 songs in a month you might write three but uh depending on whatever the month is and you just keep working at it and do your best to hone your craft as a writer and uh polish up the things that need to be polished and put away and have the good sense to set uh, set aside the ones that really aren't working. <laughs> well, do you like to uh, write by yourself more or do you like to collaborate with others when it comes to songwriting? Both. Uh, I love a good collaboration. A lot of these songs on this record were with a guy named Robbie Folks, who Robbie and I have been writing songs off and on together for 30 years. I love working with him because he puts me he puts me in a little bit different direction and I pull him in another direction too. So it, it kind of gets us out of our comfort zones and we've worked out a pretty good system there. And then writing by myself is always a luxury because that's the that's quiet time basically. Where if you can block out, you know, two hours you can get something done. Well, I want to ask you something about a song that I heard on your brand new album, Cold Water, Tennessee. I think every song is fantastic. And I say that honestly, because I actually like to truly sit down and listen to each track. But there's a song that uh, really seemed kind of dark to me, and that's called I'm Your Biggest Fan. <laughs> Where did that song come from? Because as I was listening to it and I was getting... Oh, I would, to a certain part of the song towards the end, I'm like, wow, that took a turn. So um, <laughs> yes, what yes, is that about? Is that a stalker song? It's a stalker song. Uh, and you can tell it's a stalker song because it's in the key of A minor. All stalker songs are in A minor. Uh, and uh, it it started out, I, I was getting some really odd letters from a woman in, in Michigan that were kind of scary and i actually i actually turned turned them over uh to some folks to take a look at and said hang on to these you know at the time at the my management people i said hang on to these and uh you know half jokingly but you know if something weird happens you, you know <laughs> this is a good place to start uh and uh and that kind of is where that idea came from uh and I wrote it, and I was writing it. I was kind of, it was kind of a, a tongue-in-cheek and mischievous thing as, a, as you're building the tune. I'm sitting there giggling as I'm as I'm writing each line on this thing, going, "Oh, this is so creepy. <laughs> this is really too creepy." And uh, so I had had it out earlier, as uh, quite a few years ago, I'd put it out on an album, uh, and this is a re-record of it. The, this revisit on the new album on Coldwater, Tennessee, but uh, I put it out and somehow Stephen King got a hold of it. 
and he sent me a he has a radio show up in in maine where he uh where he lives and he said i love this song i i'm going to play it on my show and you know thank you for writing a great song you know this should be a, a book or a short story and i said well it stands to reason because i probably stole every idea from every stephen king book i've ever read in this song i've put them all into one song but i can honestly say that this is stephen king's favorite song of mine that i've ever written uh it's probably the only one of mine he's ever heard grant granted but uh, uh it's still nonetheless it's it's pretty cool i'm glad he liked it yeah i, I guess stephen king would like more the, the dark tunes and this is definitely <laughs> one of them but i could actually visualize as as you were singing the song i could visualize the whole story and I think it would make one very creepy, suspenseful movie, to tell you the truth. And uh, without even changing the title, I think it's perfect. But uh, Wayne, wow. You know, if, if I had to choose, and, and I say this honestly, sincerely, from the heart, Dallas, if I had to choose an album of the year right now, it would actually be Coldwater, Tennessee. Oh. This is an absolute hit record to me. It is a breath of fresh air to hear real country music and that every song is perfect for radio airplay. Even I'm, I'm your biggest fan is a good one, but uh, you know, I hit the road and the road hit back. That is a, a stellar uh, single, but seriously, Dallas, I love the album and I cannot wait to tell so many people to buy this record. Great. Warden, thank you. That's, you made my morning. I appreciate it. I, it's a fun record, and uh, I, hope, I hope folks get a chance to hear it. Yeah, and ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. I want you to go out, go buy Dallas Wayne's brand new album, Coldwater, Tennessee. The purest, the most real country music you will hear. And I'm a sucker for songs of lost loves and heartbreak. And we don't really hear a lot of that in country music today. Everything's upbeat and happy and, and whatever they want to call country music today. But if you want true country at its very roots, this is the album, Coldwater, Tennessee by Dallas Wayne. So Dallas, let me ask you real quick, what's next for you? Well, uh, the radio thing obviously goes on and on on Sirius XM. And uh, we're hoping to get out more. COVID has changed a lot of things as far as touring, the touring scene goes for the last couple of years. But it, it's getting better, and, and the venues are getting a little, uh, a little bit of a handle on how to handle all of that. And it's, it's a little bit safer if you're responsible to go out and, and enjoy a show. So we're hoping to get out more this spring and summer and do a little touring, which we haven't done in a couple of years on a regular basis. Well, Dallas, you have a perfect album to be touring on, Coldwater, Tennessee, and I want to thank you for your time. And ladies and gentlemen, Dallas Wayne, he can be heard on SiriusXM Satellite Radio Monday through Friday from noon to 6 p.m. Eastern at Willie's Roadhouse on Channel 59 and Tuesday through Friday in Outlaw Country, Channel 60 from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern. So again, and I will tell you this over and over again, be sure to buy your own copy of Dallas Wayne's new album, Coldwater, Tennessee, with the brand new hot single, I Hit the Road and the Road Hit Back. So Dallas, I wanna thank you for joining us today. And ladies and gentlemen, 
I'm about to hit the road myself, but guess what? I'll be right back after these messages. Thank you, Ward.